0: Welcome to Awakening Matters with your host, Cynthia Sloan. This show is about illuminating the real truth. We all have gifts to offer. We are born with them and we are born with them to share them. I have a very special guest tonight and her name is Leah McKenzie. And before I go into more information, I want to let everybody know you can and are welcome... And I invite you as well to call in toll-free 1-888-627-6008 or 530-327-7602. Again, toll-free is 888-627-6008 or 530 327 Seven six zero two. So I'm welcoming back Leah McKenzie, a very special guest, with I'm just gonna say a very important message, not just for individuals that are being creative in their life, but also individuals who are seeking to follow a path and to really um, manifest their dreams. So I'm going to invite. Leah to tell us about her journey, and then we'll talk about how we can get in touch with her beyond the show. Welcome, Leah. Hi, Cynthia. Thank you for having me. Thank, Thank you me. so much. So, tell us about your journey. You're definitely a writer, and your writing has taken you through a process that has been multidimensional, let's say. So, what, what, how would you share about that? You know, I am a writer. Um, I'm actually writing a children's book series, and it's titled The Adventures of Avery Ann. And recently, my first book was published on Amazon.com. And it has been such a journey. Um, I started it four or five years ago when I was a pharmaceutical sales rep. I would come home at night and write in the evening and weekends. And I just loved it so much, and I started getting really positive feedback on my story that I ended up uh going out on my own and being a self-published author and that's what led me to amazon.com. So I'm very excited. Yes, that is very very exciting, especially since the story is so illuminating and so empowering. Um so your writing process, it's one that comes to you, isn't it? It is. It is. Um I I get ideas I get ideas about different types of creativity all the time, mostly writing um, and mostly stories. I see the visions and I also hear it. And so when I get an idea, I start jotting down like scenes from a book that I like or scenes that just come to me and I let it percolate for a couple days and then I just sit down and I just start writing and whatever comes to mind, I just write. In this first book that I'm publishing, The Adventures of Avery it's actually about a little girl who um, is in a bathtub playing. She's eight, nine years old, and she's playing, and she loses her beloved charm bracelet down the faucet. So with her imaginary friend, Butterfly Blue, they dive into the ocean through the bathtub, and it's her adventure and how wonderful experience she has meeting up with, like, card-playing sharks, with a kung fu octopus the clan of mermaids, just a magical experience for her when she heads down the drain. Wow. That is amazing. How beautiful. And how beautiful that it goes from something that she might have grieved or something that she might have lost to so much that she found. Absolutely. In in everything I write, especially with the Mm -hmm. the children, I want it to be multi-layered lessons, like you know, making sure that they want to do their homework or go to school, you know, ask for help when they need help, and having faith, living a fearless life, trusting Spirit. I want all that in, in each story that I create. So that's that's what I ask when I get sit down to write. I ask God and Spirit to provide me with the words and the images, and I just trust that what I hear and what I see will, will work. So. And as indeed it has. I have been given the, the honor and opportunity to see the book and to know the story and it is I, I'm going to say it's not just the children's book but I know a lot of the mass consciousness can also gain so much from it um, and for anyone listening that wants to give a child or even a young adult a empowering personal um, I'm going to say spirit boost, get this book The Adventures of Avery Ann because it is not just a one-layered story, like you were saying, it's multi-dimensional, and it really pretty much touches not only uh, the children within this, but also the adults with uh, with fears about moving forward. Has this process, uh, this writing process, affected your own personal growth? You, you know, it has. It has. Um, the last few years, thank God I have writing, because the last few years for me on a personal level... Um, have been a little bit difficult. I was laid off from a job, and I lost my condo. Uh, Some other, you know, family things happened, and having writing and just trusting that it will come and trusting that God will provide and that I'm on my path has made all the difference. It's kept me positive, kept me hopeful. It's just an amazing experience. Wow. So... Not only did you write a story and receive a story based on trust, but it sounds like the process as well has required you to trust greater and in maybe the unknown or the unseen, as opposed to what was going on around you. Absolutely, it's um, when when my job as a pharmaceutical rep a couple years ago went away. I was like, okay, I'm going to concentrate on my writing. I just had faith, and I was just trusting. Like, wherever I'm at the point now in my life or where wherever God leads me, I will go. And I look for the signs and trust my gut and my intuition on what I hear will, will, will pay off. Do I still have some, like, human experiences and kind of spiral every once in a while? Of course. I think we all do. However, I'm really able with my faith to pull my back, you know, pull myself up. and like, no, no, stay positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that very ingredient, that very concept and perception, and I'm going to say focused intention of staying positive, I think writing or being creative through any kind of crisis or any kind of fear helps to create the balance that um, it's not all or nothing and that there is a balance and you're still connected. Have you found that? Absolutely, absolutely. It's been an amazing experience in in writing on a just a personal level for myself just to sit down and write. It's one of the things I actually if not the thing I get the greatest joy out of is just taking a blank piece of paper and seeing what comes about and then it's just a magical experience and I get so excited um I compare it to I grew up playing sports with soccer and basketball, and like when you make a you know three pointer or a great layup or feel <laughs> that adrenaline rush you get. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what I get when I'm writing and I come up with or Spirit gives me, you know, God provides a great sentence or a line. I'm just like, woohoo, it's awesome. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, you know, some people are connected to um, just the outcome of something and how other people are going to receive it and how successful it's going to be, et cetera. And that's natural and normal in our humanity. But it sounds like your process, you're allowing yourself to also experience the present moment and the, the I'm going to say, the living energy that comes through you and informs all conscious and unconscious parts of you that there's a connection and that the story is almost a part of what fuels you to keep going to to not only... Because so many people creatively and understandably reach a point where they have to walk away, etc., because they feel overwhelmed with the process. But it sounds like your process I know it's had its humanity, but it sounds like because your book's on Amazon.com, The Adventures of Avery Ann, um, that you are able to join that uh, discovery and growth and have that, I'm going to say, spiritual fuel to keep you going to the next sentence and the next opportunity. Absolutely. I mean, like I mentioned, there there have been some ups and downs, and just with how much I love to write and to connect with spirits, and just seeing the outcome is wonderful. What I didn't expect was each day, the, the little things that happen that are, are just magical in writing. Um, for example, last night, I'm living with some friends right now as a roommate, and I went out into the woods and went for a hike on their property, and it's gorgeous area. And I just soaked it in, and I was just I'm, the fourth book in the Avery Ann series is about her going out and adventure in the woods. So here I am in the woods, just seeing, and it was just magical. And just you know, the trees, the birds singing, like creatures would walk mm-hmm. by, the salamanders. I just got so many ideas for that book. It was an incredible experience. And I think when you're as a creative person. If you can slow down and just enjoy those type of moments and it not mm-hmm. depend on the outcome, it makes it so much easier. And, and trust me, it's something that it has taken me a few years to learn. So it's it's been a wonderful experience. Wow, that's amazing because it sounds like not only were you present for the beauty that the natural environment offers in itself, which is breathtaking, but you were also available to receive messages from your surroundings um, in parts of what would be empowering and even parts of nature that want energetically to be part of that next story, presenting themselves to you almost by getting your attention. And, you know, the creative process is not singular. It's multi-dimensional. And um, I'm going to say that it takes more than just the desire and the follow-through, but being open to... Um, all the other aspects that want to be included. And it sounds like your walk in the woods was not only about appreciating what's there, but also that you were open to receiving, and that's so important, like you said, to receiving what is uh, wanting to be a part of the, I'm going to say, the next consciousness that that you are creating. Now, how many um, Avery Ann, The Adventures of Avery Ann uh, volumes are there? Right now, um, the first one is completed and available. That's the original title, The Adventures of Avery Ann. And the mm-hmm. second one um, is her going up in space. So that one will, is titled The Adventures of Avery Ann in Space. And mm-hmm. that one, we're in the steps of just starting the illustrations. So I okay. have the team set up, and it's a wonderful team. Um, when, when people take a look at the illustrations for The Adventures of Avery Ann, they're just going to be amazed that Justin... Meltzer's and Perrine Solaris illustrations. They're bright, they're colorful, they're positive, they're uplifting. It's just an amazing experience. The illustrations are wonderful. You know, I have to pause you there and say I've seen the illustrations, people, and not only are they magnificently done, but you create a relationship with the page and the being, just not first and foremost through your writing and the story, but then you don't, you aren't necessarily left in limbo trying to picture it because it's right there jumping off the page, these incredibly empowering beings um, in the story and ex- exquisitely illustrated to the point where you, once the book ends, you want more and you create a visual relationship as much as a heartfelt one. So I would have to agree with you. Absolutely. You know, I have done um, a few author visits at school, at grade schools, in the last few months. And when I read the story, it's like dead silence. And I'm thinking to myself, ooh, I hope the kids like it. And then it's done. <laughs> I look over and they're all like clapping and like, ah. Oh, they're starting to act out some of the scenes. Then they want to go back and look wow. at the pictures and reread some of the pages. And it's just, it's just heartwarming to see how much the kids are touched. And as much as the kids are touched, with the story and the illustrations. I'm also hearing from their parents, like, you know what? When you have to sit down and read a book 20 times to your kids, this is an awesome book to read because it's so much fun and inspiring for adults as well. Yes, it really is. It really is. And to know that there are more um, volumes and more stories and, and a volume of information coming after that, it really inspires the children and the adults to want to continue the adventures of Avery Ann in their children's lives because it's such a positive, strong um, reinforcement and message. Um, I find myself looking forward to the next one and the next and the next. So those clearly and most positively will be following in the footsteps of the original at Amazon.com, I have no doubt um and I, so if i may just interject real quick i'm sorry sure. um i i have four of the books written already so i just wanted to let that know that they're, it's in process and we have a plan of six books total so wow that's amazing yay you know i just <laughs> as an individual who who also aligns with spirit creatively in other ways of the day i just have to thank you so much for for allowing this to come through you for being the um, the divine instrument for it to arrive here and to be so cared for and so loved by you that it is being given the opportunity, as you are, to not only shine its light as brightly as it's intended, but to become the biggest and most beautiful form possible through you in this dimension. And in turn, um, there'll be much, much, much abundance that's is coming your way. Um, So let me just pause here and let people know how to reach you. Um, I believe that The Adventures of Avery Ann is on Amazon.com, so they can go there and just put in the title, correct? Correct. There's a digital version and also a paperback version that is available. Wonderful. And then she she you have an, a website theadventuresofaveryann.com and let's spell Avery it's, it's A V as in Victor E R Y is that correct correct and then okay. Ann is spelled A N N so Well there's no E okay no E at the end correct so Avery Ann no E after Ann.com that is a website and then you can also find um, Leah on Facebook. Is that under Avery Ann as well? Under, yeah, the Adventures of Avery Ann Facebook page. Okay. As well. And then I'm and also you can... on yeah, go ahead. Twitter. Sorry, I'm also on Twitter. No, no. And mm-hmm. the, that is actually under, um, since the Adventures of Avery Ann is a longer name, um, my Twitter um, name is under Leah J. McKenzie and that's Leah, L-E-A-H, J, as in Jocelyn, for my middle name, and then Matt Kenzie is M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E. And I would love to get more followers and, and correspond with the readers out there. That's one of the biggest joys is being able to hear the feedback and, and listen to the kids and the parents. It's wonderful. Oh, that's wonderful. Absolutely. There are so many different ways that you have created for people to reach you, and that's wonderful because if they can't reach you one way, then there's, I'm going to say, great peace within them that they'll always be able to reach you (laughs) somehow because once this gets to a level, and I believe it will, of great mass production and availability, then others, you know, all over the world can still have access to it, and I do see it going worldly, so... Um, in other languages even. So it's such a wonderful, incredible opportunity that... that. Now, let me ask you about some of the characters that are in uh, the original Adventures of Avery Ann. Um, some people have said, is Avery Ann based loosely on you? Oh, um, it is. It is. Part of it is, because um, the character, it's based on how I wish... Um, my childhood was. You know, I wish I had like special magical powers when I was a kid. I personally love the ocean. And I'm a Pisces, I was born in March, so I'm very drawn to the ocean. And that's how I came up with the idea for the first book is her going into the ocean. Um, so that part is definitely very much real. The part that maybe not quite is when she runs into a, like a kung fu octopus. <laughs> you know, with different <laughs> characters take on a little fairy tale magic magic twist to them. Um, all positive, very much so. Um, the one thing I also wanted to mention, which I really like about the book, is at the very um, end after the the story, there is a fun fact section that has um, there's 15 characters in the book um, of the sea creatures, and in the very back. Um, there's an opportunity for kids to actually read about the true-life sea creatures, like an octopus. There's fun facts oh. about an octopus. There's fun facts about angelfish, you know, some of the creatures in there. And young Avery Ann fans from the ages of 4 to 8 actually drew the illustrations on that section of it, so it's adorable. Oh, that's so great. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I, was, I, I mean, it's I, educational. hmm Absolutely. Oh, I was going to say, I got really good chops from my niece and nephew. My nephew, he's uh, he was six years old when he drew a picture for me for the book. So he's really excited about that. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So so it is educational, literally, as well as... I'm sure some adults don't even know this fun fact. Um, yeah, and I learned the, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I'm sure that I did, too. So... One of the things for people to know is this is not just about uh, one story. It is a series, if you will, and it's about your child getting the opportunity to be distracted from whatever is going on in their life and join this empowering um, being. I don't know. I, I won't call her a superhero, even though I, I feel like she'll be, she's, she is that to some, um, on her journey of, of from really lost, to finding so much and that sometimes the thing that we feel that we're grieving or we've lost the most, we find so much more from that. Um, So what would you... Your process that you're in right now... I know that you're in a couple of different processes because you're still writing um, in, in one aspect and then you're also working on the illustration. What would you say to um, somebody who has an idea or is a writer? What sh- what, after everything you've been through, what would you give them as advice in the beginning? Um, to go for it first and foremost. Um, and, not, mm-hmm. and you had touched on this earlier, not to be attached to the, the end of the, the situation or the end result because when I first started this process, I really was, and I kind of mm-hmm. lost some of the experiences day to day. And then I got to a certain point, after some failures as far as being rejected for uh, an agent or two, even though they liked the story, it wasn't a good fit for their company, that type of thing, and then I decided to go out on my own. And that's when I really started to experience the joy of it, just to sit down day to day and just enjoy it. And, and as a writer, there are times when I come home and I'm just exhausted or I don't feel like writing, and I just say, okay, I'm just going to write for one hour. And then I sit down and kind of force myself to write and I get so taken into the process and just love it so much. Next thing you know, it's like two to three hours later, and I'm like on a huge spiritual high. It's an amazing process. Wow. So just sitting down and finding time to do it. Um, another thing is to write what you truly believe and, and, and what's your passion, because I really think that's easier to write about your passions, like me writing about the ocean. It was so much easier to do the research on the sea animals and and just to be inspired by that is, is, I think, is key as a writer. That is a really good point. So to write about something that you connect to, that you feel um, passionate about, and that you also feel like you want to keep coming back to, as opposed to... Um, and some people write about other subjects that might be painful and it's cathartic for them to get through it. But in regards to writing in general, it's definitely a process. And what you're sharing with yours was one that, once you started it, it seems like the vibration of that dialogue itself kind of took you forward as opposed to feeling like you had to create the story. It was kind of showing itself to you. Absolutely. And there's also one thing is I realized that when you start a project, there is no wrong so just sit down and write, and whatever comes to you, just to, to write. I think that really freed me in realizing that, is there is no wrong, and I don't have to have the ending when I first start the book. Like the fourth book I'm writing about the woods, I get different images and and hear you know, from spirits on different days on how to change it, or what to move forward today, or what page six is going to look like. So it's not like I sit down and the whole thing's already set up and boom, we're done. It comes in stages for me, and I think that's what makes it exciting as well and allows it to flow and go with the energy. Oh, so, oh, God, that's a wonderful point to people, which is don't expect, you know, the first chapter, second, third, fourth, um, in a sequence that's all tiny and and perfectly aligned. Just let it, like you're saying, let it flow and receive it as it comes instead of um, kind of fighting with it absolutely it's it's mm-hmm. it's just amazing to see the process i think if people were to see the first draft of the adventures of avrienne to the very you know the completed book they would be shocked at the changes that that happened and occurred throughout the way and like things i had to change here or there and the mistakes i made on the first draft or even the 20th draft compared to the final final copy is it's just part of writing and growing and learning mhm so let me ask you if there was ever a time where you thought, and there might not have been, but if there was ever a time for you that you thought, you know, I can't do this anymore, it's just not working the way I thought it was supposed to work, et cetera, what, if there was a time like that and what inside you or what around you created the opportunity or what made you go back to it and continue? Okay. And there was a time with that. Um when I first started writing, when I had a, when I, I finished the draft of Averyan, and I was going to a writing conference here in Portland, and I had set up so I could meet an agent from uh, I believe she was in San Francisco, and in order to meet you know a literary agents, you have to get really lucky. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a huge process in itself to to, do, to pursue that, and so I was super excited. And when I showed up, and I was so nervous I could barely talk to her. It was quite quite mm-hmm. comical. And um, she's like, do you have your copy with you? And I said, I do. So I showed it, and she actually read it right there, and she's like, this is wonderful. This is excellent. Um, She made some suggestions, and she gave me her card, and she said, you know, within a week, please follow up with me. And so I was like, oh, my God, I have an agent. I'm just going to be this huge writer. It's going to be awesome. And then when I made the changes she suggested, and I sent it to her, I never heard another word. (laughs) And I emailed her like two or three times after that, and I never did hear back from her. So I was like, oh, okay. So it was just a big shock to to run up against that um, yeah. someone who seemed to really like that, and then not. And it turned out to be a huge blessing because some of the one of the changes that she really wanted to me to implement was taking out one of the main characters. The one thing I haven't mentioned is on Avrienne's journey, she has a friend with her, and her friend's Butterfly Blue. And it's her imaginary friend that goes with her and protects her and guides her through all of her adventures. And this agent wanted me to take that adventure out or the butterfly out. And I'm so mm. glad I didn't get her as an agent or sign with that because it adds so much. And that's one thing the kids say is how much they love butterfly blue. So oh, um, that was gosh. a big learning experience. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. So. That is a huge learning experience. So for everybody out there who's listening and contemplating any creative expression of who they are in any venue, be mindful that if you're trying to get it out there, that the very people that you're trying to get them to assist you are telling you to change it in a way that it almost feels um, wrong or would bring you great sadness to get rid of that character, that sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. Because look at where you are now. So um, where you are now is on Amazon.com, and it's only going to grow from there. And um, had you possibly taken out that character, et cetera, you know, sometimes what we don't know, it's okay. We didn't need to know that. And the avenue opens us up to more, and it sounds like that was a huge – I'm going to say it was a huge – empowerment for you in a way that you might not look at quote-unquote rejection or any kind of um, interaction of that manner in the same way again, where you might look at it now as, okay, what's the opportunity here? Absolutely, Cynthia. It's it's so very true. Um, Mm -hmm. I I was devastated, and now I'm so happy because going forward, I, I know the structure of what I want all the adventures to be like, and I know her okay. friends, and just set that tone. And so, you know, I still am looking for a publishing deal for it, so it will go global. Um, mm-hmm. And with that being said, I want a true partner in the publishing publishing world that will say, hey, we we see this, and we like it, and we know how much the kids like it. We just want to assist you and partner with you rather than, you know, sometimes you authors sign up, especially with children's books, with a big publishing company, and they completely come over and take over the project and change it. And I, I just feel it's very strong and spirit-driven as it is, and I think it will really touch kids and adults alike the, the way it is, and that's how I'd like to keep it. And that's how you should keep it, as one who, again, has been blessed to be able to see it. It is So much in its wholeness and completeness. It it has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and there's a strong continuity, and there is a continuous energy presence throughout all of it. There isn't any place that spirit can see and that I would see that needs to be altered. In fact, it seems to be um, presented in a way that is very moving and empowering to the children and the adults because of its completeness and its um, wholeness and there isn't a piece that people feel you know when you said the children were listening I, I can tune into the energy event and they're like riveted following the story <laughs> and there's no like dips or holes where you lose the child's interest it's like they're there all the way on the journey with Avery, the adventures of Avery Ann and that's because um, thank goodness you didn't take out anything and you left it just as it is and I think that throughout all of what you've written, that they'll continually find that. And what is that? Something they can count on, something that represents to them, um, something that will be there for them and that they can find in these books and in these stories. And that is joy. It's also adventure and discovery as well as empowerment. Absolutely. It is definitely... The one thing with the, the books and the series, and not just with me as the author, with Justin Perrine as the illustrators, with those who have helped me edit the book, everybody, we just want to make the best possible book out there for children to read, to inspire them to, you know, to get out there and to live the best life they can live, I think is very important. And I think it, it shows in the, the production of the book. It really does. And the protection of the story is also so welcoming. And so inviting, and so um the story doesn't how do you say it the story is very inclusive, it's not exclusive, and it's very much about trust and um I'm gonna say cheering for one another and um i couldn't i I just could talk about this for hours because I love this book <laughs> and this character so much, and the stories, like I said, I can't wait for the rest to be available. And so all publishers out there, people that know publishers or people that know that, others that know publishers, just don't pass up this opportunity because this will be a global knowing in that this book will be available all over the place. You want to be a part of that. You don't want to miss out on it because it's just that good. It has a foundation that is stable and strong and um, it's going to fuel the continuum of this story and this amazing um, being Avery Ann. So I want to pause for anybody that's tuning in now and just let you know that you can get a hold of Leah through her Twitter account. Um, you can go ahead and inform everybody how to reach you. Okay, uh, Twitter is Leah, L-E-A-H. J as in Jocelyn, just the initial J. And then Mackenzie is my last name, and that's spelled M-A-C, capital K-E-N-Z-I-E. So that's my Twitter. Then uh, there's a Facebook account, which is The Adventures of Avery Ann, and then also the website, which is The Adventures of Avery Ann. And I would love to hear, hear from people. I've heard from many readers already and been sending letters and notes and through Amazon so far. And it's just it's just wonderful how positive it it's being received. It's just it's a relief too. You know, my humanness definitely kicks in every once in a while and it it's just a relief to know how much Avery Ann is actually loved as a character. Oh, I'm so glad that you are getting that feedback. as right, you should. Um, so for children out there that want or parents of children out there as well that want, um you know, to I can even see Avery Ann uh, memorabilia and Avery Ann dolls, etc., um, that children are carrying around with them as uh, their safety blanket or their empowered, you know, friend, um, like Butterfly Blue. But in any case, do you, how do you has any have you seen any children? It might not be to this point yet, but have you run into any children that? Um, you feel were wanting more or that were, um, how do we say, less, left... well, let's say when you meet with the children and you read from the book, are the children getting a copy of that book or is that up to the people who are the parents or the teachers? At, at this point, um, there is an opportunity for them to purchase it. Uh, when I go okay. to the schools, um, I do have take some hard copies with me. Oh, okay, now good. it's they ava- yeah now it's available on Amazon, so I won't have as many hard copies going forward. And um, that'll mm-hmm. be more. I have we did uh, Justin the illustrator and Preen they created a um, one page color book page where um, kids it's a you know it's an image of Ann. It's the book cover put that way. It's the book cover. That's black and white, where they can use it as a coloring book and, and color in on the images, whatever colors they'd like. And that has the information on it. And it's it's funny because after the readings, when I look out, all of the kids, you know, I get rushed with kids, and I have tons of questions. And they, it's just so cute. They want to know what the next book is, and where's she going, and what about this. And it's just so exciting. It it almost brings me to tears. It's so joyful to see how happy and excited they get over a book. Honestly, when I started this process, I had, I truly just had an idea and I had no idea how much it would really inspire people. I'm just so grateful that it really is touching people and inspiring them. And I hope that, you know, inspires them to inspire other people. Absolutely. And I think that it will. I really think that it will. And I think that, like you said, it is already, you know, um, it's interesting because your process is one that can inspire artists and writers, and singers, and um, actors, etc., because it's one of not giving up, and it's also of returning to yourself. It's like your writing is also not just about the story and Avery Ann, but it's also about you returning to a place inside of you that goes beyond adversity and beyond doubt, and with that, and joining that and reconnecting with it, it brings forth. Um, again, like you said, something that inspires you and keeps you going. And so I say to all the creative people out there that utilize this dialogue, this divine dialogue, and I'd even say to you to get the Adventures of Avery Ann for yourself so that when you feel that it's, you know, you just can't do it or it's not worth it or you're going to give up, that this book can inspire you not just the story but the author and, um, and get you going back towards what you're meant to do, as opposed to something else. So, you know, it's interesting because you talked about being laid off, and it sounds like in the divine orchestration of events and the universal, I'm going to say plan for for each and every individual, that even that process, and not that you have to be laid off by any means, but that whatever's <laughs> happening to you at the time is a process that can, um, I'm going to say, open up the creative doors? it's how you choose to relate to them. It it really can. I mean, anybody, you know, who's been laid off, it really is. It's a gut-wrenching experience. It's very scary. um, And even especially in today's times right now where the economy hasn't, you know, picked up as, as much as we'd all like, and there's not a lot of jobs, and if there is a job, there's like 200 people applying for it. The one thing that really keeps me going is in the evenings knowing that I can sit down and just write and find my joy. And on the weekends, I can, you know, five days a week I'm looking hard for a job, and then that evening and weekend time comes, and I'm just like, this is my time. I get to write. I get to do what I do, what what brings me joy, what rejuvenates me, what makes me whole again. That way I can go out and start the process, you know, of looking for a job back on Monday. So, hmm mm-hmm. Oh, that's a really... Excuse me, that's a really good and important point, which is it's an outlet for you, too, but it's an outlet that gets back to you as opposed to taking you so far away from yourself into another place. I'm going to say that it does a duality of taking you into another world that empowers you and gives you that uh, feeling of adrenaline that you spoke of, but then it also helps you be distracted by and from the fears of what's going on in the moment. A- Absolutely. And mm-hmm. going through this process was also very much a community process. Um, you know, Justin Preem, they're amazing illustrators and I it took me about a year and a half to find the illustrators I wanted to work with and it turns out they're they're my good friends. <laughs> and, and um I was going to sign with another illust- illustration team and that didn't work out and then Preen and I one day were in my living room talking and she's like Well, what about Justin and I? And I'm like, really, you guys would be interested? And I said, why don't you send me a sample? I sent them the manuscript. I said, send me a sample of, you know, a picture of illustration of the book that you think. And they drew an illustration and it blew me away. I was actually in tears. I was like, that's exactly what I'm looking for. And so, you know, I've been able to partner with Justin and Preen on this. And when people see their illustrations, they're so colorful and they added so much imagination and made it so real. It's, It's amazing. The editors are some of my friends I've gotten to know now and some of my friends edit the book. I mean, the um, website designer who actually helped me, worked with me and partnered with me to build my website, which I think anybody going to my website will be just like, wow, that's an amazing website. And she's my good friend from college. We were college roommates, and we reconnected a few years ago through Facebook, and now we're partnering together in in this process. So it's about bringing people together. It's just been a wonderful, positive experience all around, truly. Oh, my gosh. What a collaboration of greatness, I have to say, Um, across the board. I am blessed to know some of the individuals you're talking about and... I agree with you in regards to their abilities and that to put together um, that group of individuals, including yourself, is to almost recreate, I'm going to say, magic from past lives working together, but in this present life, to, to see all these people get together with these amazing skills and abilities to literally bring in this. Uh, the adventure of Avery Ann, to bring in Avery Ann, it's almost like the birth of Avery Ann was, was created through the hands of all these individuals with amazing talents and how beautiful that is. And you know what? You can feel the love and the light and the spirituality present in the books, And it's present there because it's kind of a living energy that you've all worked with and that living energy stays present in the words and definitely the illustrations that pop off the page. Absolutely, Justin and Perine—they—they they absolutely were added so much to it, and they were. We're all on the same page, like you said. We all work together so very well, and we want the best—the best, the best books to go forward to really touch touch people and to move people. And so that's—it's just a wonderful experience. I couldn't ask for you know better people to work with and people that you know who are my friends who I can be real with. Like if I have a bad day I can be like, Ugh, this is happening and and just <laughs> feel the love and just I mean, I honestly there were so many days when I walked in to the office and looked at the computer and the illustrations and I was so blown away by how wonderful they were that I just had tears streaking down. I'm a crier oh anyway. My so God. And it felt so freeing to be with friends where they were just, like, so happy for me. They didn't judge me for crying because I was so happy. Or, you know, we Mm -hmm. named them Happy Tears. So it's just to work with close friends and friends you truly trust with your soul and your your work and everything, it's just, it's been a a, truly a blessing. It is a blessing, but uh, along with that, you're a blessing. And you're a blessing to the mass consciousness. You're a blessing definitely to the souls of all children, including the uh, children and all adults, and you're a blessing to be this divine conduit that is creating the process, co-creating the process for Avery and all the other beings to have a voice and to be given a choice and to have an effect in the uh, consciousness of humanity. Because there's children that and adults that will read your books, and those will be awakening points and powering points and healing points that they will refer to long after their children when they're adults. And they'll talk about, about how it was a huge turning point in their life to read The Adventures of Avery Ann or how it got them through something or how, you know, every night they stared at the illustrations and talked to them and that gave them a feeling of uh, being connected to somebody that cared. Because so many children don't feel that connection to the adults and because the illustrations are so real... And you're so real in your process and the people you're working with are, you're also willing to be based in reality that that realness comes across to the children and it's something that that some children don't have, that realness, that they can relate to and it feels like a connection maybe lifelong for them. So I think that you're a part of something that is um, so big and meant to be. So I think the excitement you feel and the tears is because it touches your soul's knowing, and it feels um, it feels like a completeness, almost like like I said, earlier, returning to yourself. I, I think that is a great way of describing it. I will just mm-hmm. that's perfect, really. It really is. And I also want to thank you because you've been so supportive through this process, encouraging, and and just being supportive, and you know, telling me to keep going, keep going. And having me on your show, it really, it when there are times when, you know, you get nervous or I put my work out there, it really helps to have you, and I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Leah. I'm so grateful and honored to be part of your process and definitely part of the creativity that you're all offering. It's just um, It's just mind-blowing, and so... I'm going to remind everyone that I'm talking to the magnificent Leah McKenzie about the Magnificent Adventures of Avery Ann that's now available on Amazon.com. You don't want to pass it up for yourselves, your children, your nieces, your nephews, your grandchildren, and definitely as gifts. And even for somebody who has lost someone or going through something that is um, difficult, Get them this book, because if it's not um, something that, even to a firm adult, if it's not something that they're dealing with that's hard for them in a relationship to a child, it will bring their own inner child great peace and a distraction from what they're going through and hope for what they might be going through in the future as much better than what they're in at the moment. And um, the adventures of TheAdventuresOfAveryAnn.com definitely check that out. Um, and again, The Adventures of Avery Ann on Facebook and um, you can also reach Leah on Twitter, which she has mentioned. I want to thank you so much for this opportunity and I'm so grateful how divinely aligned it, it happened as with <laughs> everything and it was definitely a meant to be and um, I wish you just the most fulfilling and incredible success on all the different levels and layers that it can be for you. Thank you so much, Cynthia. I really appreciate it. And back at (laughs) you. (laughs) You are are amazing. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Thank Thank you. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And just stay on the line there for a minute. And
1: And for everyone
0: listening, if you want to get a hold of me, my website is Cynthia, C-Y-N-T-H-I-A. Last name is Sloan, but it's spelled S-L-O-N, there's no A or E in it, uh, the number 9.com, so CynthiaSloan9.com. Um, you can also reach me at C-Y-N-S, as in Sam, 999 at gmail.com. And my phone number is 503-347-6766. And as always, if it resonates, make it your own. Blessings to you all and good night.